Hey y'all, it's Black Diamond and Miss Rain coming at y'all with another episode of Let Me Be Blunt. All right, y'all. So it's been another week of you. Um, what? What's, what? Are y'all, what? What? Can, how can I describe you motherfuckers this week? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Another week, you tired ass niggas and you tired ass bitches. Man. So, y'all, it's another episode of Let Me Be Blunt with Black Diamond. Miss Rain. And this week, we're going to get into a topic that's very familiar to everybody <sighs> workplace drama and issues. The troubles of the workplace. Man. Relatable or not. Interpersonal conflict. <laughs> Still that's name. number one. It's number one. And it resonates so much with me. But what does that mean? What it means from what I take from that interpersonal conflict is where you're dealing with conflict between your coworkers that are like directly in your department. So that goes along with gossiping and bullying as well, though. It does. Because what can happen in that workplace is that one person will be talking about the person who's like leastly liked. You feel me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. so anyways you know like <laughs> less light whatever you feel me so you feel me it's like people can might talk about that person might want to gang up on that person but also it's like if that person is causing all the conflict what do you do somebody has to talk to this person and, and, and try and figure something out if it's direct conflict between that person and everybody else in a group that person needs to be talked to but if it's interpersonal to where it's like you're having it between all type of people, maybe you're the one that needs to be talked to. Ooh, another interpersonal co-worker's fucking. Mm. That's the interpersonal. You really, problem. see, the thing is, it's not prohibited at work, but it's Some not. Some jobs are. Oh. It's no organization. So at my job is, is what they've told us on the meetings, because we have to have yearly meetings about this and like, you know, listen like, to like, mm-hmm. you know, a whole little seminar or whatever. So basically they'll say it's not, it's not prohibited. However, it's not something that they would say is conductive for a good work environment. Mm-mm. Because you can have favoritism, you can be weird yeah. towards work. You know, it's a lot of weird stuff. Like that if you're can, a boss who's yeah. fucking someone who's inferior yeah. to you. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird. It's a lot of weird stuff that comes along. That's big facts. And in the big corporate world, shit gets tricky. Oh hell yes, it fucking does. In the yeah, big does. corporate world, it gets tricky. Baby, that shit crazy. So one thing. That I had with working when I had a job when I was being a CNA and I was working at a convalescent home was that I was a CNA, right? So I'm the bottom of the total, like, of the shit, right? Well, as far as the nursing staff went. Well, we do the most work. We do the most work. They did not like me because my mom was a doctor. The minute mm. they found out, moms wasn't, I had a nurse tell me, well, I worked with every doctor in South Bay. I've never heard of your mom. Well, bitch, clearly you didn't work with every doctor in the South Bay. Obviously not. Clearly you didn't, bitch. And then I had one, the nurses used to bully me, bro, bad. Like, I had, so there's this little Mexican man. He used to be a security guard in Mexico for a farm, right? Uh-huh. Didn't speak a lick of English. Right. And was suffering from dementia like a motherfucker. So most people, if you got him, if you weren't one specific CNA, you didn't have to give him a bath. Because he'll really fight you. Yeah. So one day... What I not do? I didn't give him a bath. 
the 3 to 11 nurse will go ahead and do it because she knows what the fuck the deal is. I'm about to clock out at 2.59. As soon as I'm walking towards the shit, I got off at 3. Mm-hmm. Jake, you report to station two. Did you give him a bath? Well, no, because the night nurse is going to do it. No, you need to do it right now. Wow. And when I tell you that old man straight socked me in mm. my face and I was told, you're not really hurt, right? Okay, go give him a bath. You're not really hurt. You're not really hurt. You're not, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, go back, go back and do your work. Sick, sick straight sock. Nigga came yeah. home with like a welt on the side of my face, and I remember I was giving him a bath, and, and then like the night nurse. Because by this point now I'm going over my time. It's like three thirty, three forty-five, and thank God my homegirl worked the night nurse. She's like Jay, just calm down. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you real quick. I'm gonna help you. So she helped me the whole time. I'm crying, and she's just like, just chill. It's cool. I'm like, I just feel like they be picking on me, and it's like sometimes yeah. when you get picked on in a workplace for literally no fucking reason. It's it, it, it's very tiresome because on top of being a CNA, it's already a hard job to do. You dig? It's already a difficult job. You're working your ass off, especially when you're understaffed. Yeah. But yeah, then on okay. top of it, okay, like you'll have ten patients in the morning. You got to give baths to and clean their rooms and dress them and change diapers and feed them in the morning. But all got to be done by twelve. That's physically impossible. I get there at seven. I'm not done feeding until eight thirty. What the fuck, nigga? That job ran me low. Girl, and it's tough because. I remember the thing that ran me dry with working at, uh, like working as a CNA, was not so much. It was it was sometimes the patient and it was also sometimes the facility. Sometimes oh, sure, the facility, facility does not provide you with enough equipment or time or personnel. You feel me for you to do your job adequately and care for these patients in a respectful that, manner. That's the way you want to. The way like, you want, you want to, want in, to. A, in a respectful manner. You feel me? That's one. You feel me? Then also when you work kind of like because I've done the in facility. You feel me? And I've done the outside where you work for an agency. You just go into a person's house. You're kind of like outsourced. You feel me? And at that point, it's tough too because you never know what type of family you're gonna get. Oh, you man. never know what type because I've worked for people where it's like, okay, it's just me and the patient. Cool. I'll do whatever you want around the house. Like, let's hang out. You feel me? Like, just chill. Like, I, I've developed good relationship with my patients doing stuff like that as well, too. However, there's been times where I've been stuck with family members who are just so hard to deal with i mean the family is angry that you're there the family is angry that the yeah. patient is even in this type of care this family literally makes everything so hard but for so you. much more Every, difficult than it everything has to be. just more more difficult and for whatever reason you know i had one time that i was working in compton for a family was black and i just thought that i'm like damn i can maybe relate to you guys i'm gonna come in and do whatever you want me to do respectful i've just figured you know we are the same relation blah 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 you know no Horrible. They were the worst patients I ever had. She was just so upset at me. They were mean to me every single day, ridiculed me every single day, said that everything I did just wasn't right. You need to go do this, reclean this, redo that, redo that. Mind you, I'm working for a quadriplegic. For those who do not know, that means you are fully paralyzed in your arms and both of your legs. I, at that time, was a young, maybe 23, 22-year-old girl, uh, you know, and I wasn't that heavy, you know, so I have to pick up this man, like pick him up. Like I, I was literally like I had to get him from his bed and get him into his chair every single day. And I'm not thinking that like, yeah, like he's, you know, why didn't they assign a grown ass man to this job? 
Why didn't you assign a big ass burly ass man to the, maybe a, a grown bigger girl than me? You know, I'm damn near breaking my back every single Bro. day. I'm going home. My back is broke. Broke, yeah. Thinking about picking up a, a cross. They can't do anything for themselves. Yeah. I'm picking up their weight. Yeah. If you understand what I'm talking about. Their weight is so much worse. These, 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 these agencies will try and hire anybody to fit the job. Your clothes, you know, you, you, know, you can go over there. Fine. Mm-hmm. You're available. You're available. You fit the hours. Let's put you to work. You ready to work right now? Mm-hmm. Fine. Let's put you to work. We need somebody right now. And I did, and I did, and it was the most tolerating job. I was drinking every night after work. You know, I would go to the liquor store because I lived in Compton. It was right by my house. I just stopped right there, and then, boom, in two seconds, I'm home. I would go get a little apple reds. Like, back then, I wasn't drinking, like, hard liquor like that. But, you know, just get a little, like, a little spritz, a little whatever with the whoop. Hard seltzer. Yeah, you know. But the jobs are tough. They're really tough. You feel me? And it's like, one, it's Shout like. Shout out it, CNAs. Here. You're either getting hit from the the patient or the, the patient or the company, the not com- family company. I want to say patient and family is is kind of connected and one to me. You hey, I me? don't think so because I've had difficult patients where the family's like we understand. Oh. Just you know, you didn't. I kind of had opposite. Yeah, and it's like also what see with my job I have now working with kids, like like you said, the family. I can't stand these parents. Oh. On my mama i cannot working with kids it, the most i have worked with autistic kids kids with down syndrome kids with behavioral issues kids who fucking spit at you bite you all type of shit oh yes the i most, remember that girl remember, remember i had to put I on remember, those bike guards yes yes i remember girl. i remember yeah because somebody cut your hair before too cut my weave yeah nigga. somebody cut it yeah gave me a concussion i got a concussion from a kid from headbutting me before i have had hair pulled slapped beat by these children Still, the worst part is dealing with the fucking parents. Mm. These parents do, especially parents in denial of their, of their kids' diagnosis. Oh, my God. Those are literally the fucking worst. I mean, you know, but I get it a little bit. I mean, bit. I a get little it, bit, but at I the same it. time, you have someone coming in to help you because you can't do it on your own. Yeah. Accept the help or don't ask for the help. Yeah. That's just how I feel. Because we're with Sometimes your kids. I feel like it's forced on parents, though, because of the doctor would tell them, like, look, you're caught, your, ch- your child is, uh, you know, declining. It's, I mean, but not- I've d- dealt with kids where it's very obvious the kid needed extra services. Mm-hmm. I had a job in Torrance with a black boy. Reason why we came in, because I worked, I worked for a company that's, spe- that's uh, specialized. specialized in working with extreme problem behaviors. Mm. This little nigga broke a bitch's jaw. Okay? Mm. Her shit was wired shut. Wow. All types of shit. That's crazy. So, my thing is, clearly your kid has a problem, okay? Mm-hmm. He was nonverbal. He's in the second grade, not talking. Yeah. There's a problem. Hell, yeah. The nigga picks grade? up rocks and puts it in his mouth. Second. No, not that. Is second this against grade? HIPAA? Yeah. No, no, not really. No, because he's... He's not just... Yeah. Okay. She back there. She yeah. said yes. <laughs> this yeah. is hypothetical anyway. Right. Good. Right. Disclaimer. All types of shit. So it's like when the mama finally came in the room, then the kid would sit down and be cool mm. and copacetic and act like he nothing was. And then one time it was such a power struggle between him and the mom, he didn't know what to do. So he did go into a rage because he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Because at school, I'm the one who controls you. Right. At home, she controls you. So who do I listen to? So I'm with you half. Half mm-hmm. the day, mm-hmm. nigga. I'm with you half the fucking day. 
So, so because even outside of going to regular eight hour school, he went to an after school program. And had to go with him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't go home till about five six o'clock. So he knows Yes. So, the mom had the nerve to be like, "Oh, she doesn't pay attention enough. Why would you have a tantrum like that, bitch? Because you walked in. You spraying with a spray ball like I do my cat." Yeah. And people don't understand those type of effects on their kids and how they're gonna how they're gonna act with other people. You know. That one kid, the mom was afraid of her kid. The mom was afraid of her kid. But she locked her. She probably locked her door at night. Yes, and they were very rich. They were extremely. This nigga had a whole. Giving me hotel You know how big my apartment is. He had a room for just sensory shit. Because autistic kids love sensory. Just touching and feeling. Touching and feeling and bouncing and shit like that. Whole room this big is my fucking apartment. Wow. And she was afraid. You could tell her mama was nervous. We used to wait her one time after that daddy was bringing them every time. Mm-hmm. Mm. She stopped coming after the first session. Because the first session, both parents have to come. Yeah. I even had a parent before, y'all. Let me tell y'all. She had three children with autism and one typical child. Because, you know, I'm a bad man with jamming walking these people's houses. They don't know what I look like. <laughs> I'm coming through. I got. She had the nerve to call my boss and sell them. I was flirting with her husband who had a lisp. The yeah, nigga had a list with three children with autism and a dirty ass house with a busted ass wife whose pussy probably smells like oh, the, the squishy's tank. Three cans of bounce that ass. Three cans of it was humming. Hum. 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 Hey. Hum. 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 Lean on me, girl. When you're not strong, come on, I'll be your friend. Hey, somebody lead on. Oh, I did it wrong. Oops. You fucked us up, and we was almost to the Academy Awards. Yes, I know we're inside again. I said, shit. Yeah, girl. Look at her back there. She is dead. Cause we just really just broke out and sing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was parents suck. I shout out to my cool parents though, who really do fuck with me. But a lot of my look. Oh my god. Ashley read the email I got last week. Renee, did she read me to filth? I thought so. Read me to filthy and was lying on me. The mom said, and I quote, she shows up late for no reason. No reason. She canceled because of court. When was last time I went to court, y'all? She canceled because her window got broken. Well, bitch, my window was broken. That I only stayed for 15 minutes. And what else was it? My communication was trash. Is it? Look, lie after lie after lie after lie. After lie. Mind <laughs> you, every time I meet a parent, I literally say, please don't contact the reason center. Just tell my supervisor. Because once you contact the reasonable center, it becomes a big problem. You escalate the problem. You escalate the problem. It really just does. I got to do reports. Well, I got to send in text messages. I can investigate it. I can investigate it. So Let please don't do fuck. that. If you don't like me, that's fine. My feelings are not going to be hurt. Don't do that. So this bitch, the last time I saw them, is going to the one who's going to reschedule with me. Like, oh, I can't be seen on Friday. I was going to Chicago anyway. So I was like, oh, perf. I can't be seen Friday. I have a family emergency. Can we do Wednesday at 10? When I get there, the kid is sleep, y'all. Sleep. Sleep. 
Mind you, every session the bitch was in the kitchen in the, in the back smoking a cigarette. Mind you, this kid is on a, has a trach with a fucking oxygen and shit. So you're smoking cigarettes in the fucking house, bitch. Where I should have reported you for child abuse, but I motherfucking did it. I motherfucking did it. It has a trach. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. She never was present during sessions. All parents are supposed to be present during sessions. I didn't know that. All parents. So mind you, for thirty minutes straight, y'all. Um, get up, baby. No, they're black. Uh, Bitch, lit. But for thirty minutes, I'm trying to wake this baby up while bouncing him, moving limbs, singing songs, putting on nursery rhymes, put it to his ear. Get up, get up. After thirty minutes, your little motherfucker wasn't getting up. So why would I keep sitting here for another 15 minutes? Because sessions are fit 45. Why would I keep on? She told me to go. Oh, don't worry about it. He's asleep, girl. Just go ahead and go. I said, okay, I'll see you next Friday. Bop, bop, bop. Next thing you know, I get a fucking email like that. And I'm damn near about to get written up because of your fucking lies. And about to lose a job. I'm only, keep, I'm only keeping my job, y'all, to be there for seven years and erase my student debt. Okay? So you about to fuck all that up for me and lie? I hate him. It's crazy. And she was a black woman. The first thing she said to me when I called her, FaceTimed her, was, thank God you're a black girl. Mm-hmm. It really did be on people. That's what I'm saying. That family that I had, they unfortunately were African-American. They were. And, you know, it's so funny because the only positive thing that I actually got from that is like, you know the song that I be singing, uh, Take Me to the King? I got it from him. It was his favorite song. His, he was ready to go. His story was kind of unfortunate. What he was happened ready to, to him. you. He said, yeah, Take he, Me to the King. He was, yeah. But I'm like, that's where I got that song from because he used to just sing it to me all the time. Like, he literally was ready to go. But, you know, um, these jobs sometimes can be crazy. I've had employers where it's like I've worked for self employed uh, doctors self-employed businesses to where it's like they kind of pay people how they want to pay them meaning that for months and for months and for months and for months i would get a regular check my full check you feel me written out to me boom go cash it in the bank and then there would be some times that i would not get my check and then the person who i was working for would have to write me a half a parcel check out of their own money Mm. because the bank that they were supposed to be I would normally get my money out of was not it was not full enough it was enough to it wasn't enough to pay me and all of my coworker salaries so I would get small little personal checks that would be half of the money and then by the next week my bill first of all bill started knocking at the door like say uh, hello stop calling my phone hello the fuck do you want and it's hard to do that. I'm like, if you can pay five hundred here, seven hundred here, six hundred there, I'm like, you know, bills are due. I have to also make my own money. I have to spend gas. You, I have to live. Okay, so stuff like that is just un, uncohesive. You know, to a due environment when somebody's living on their own, they have to just make it make every day work. You have to make every single Ooh, day child. work. Yeah, that's so, my model for life. You know, I had to I had to leave a job like that. Sometimes it's like it's not really so much the people who you work for. I would have loved to kept certain jobs. I honestly would would have. I loved my pediatric job. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I wish I can go back to it. I love seeing the babies from young and just seeing them grow up. I'm like, oh my god, look at him! Like you know, like That's I love definitely a bit of I, 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 you know, that. I yeah, and it's like you know, I, I, there would be days Jay would see me. I would come into my office because I had to like open up my office and close it. 
I'll come into the office and I would see how they would leave it from the day before. I've seen these kids left the office a mess. So y'all motherfuckers is having fun and I got to come here and clean it up. But it's like a, it's a good feeling it's though. A good it's feeling a good feeling. It's a great you look feeling. Look at stuff that what was left behind, and you're like, oh my, oh my god, god, you was really fucking you it was, up. And uh, see, because I we used to have this like this this made up like this this ship. It was like it was like a like a uh, it was like a builder ship. You know, it's kind of like a builder ship. It's plastic though. You know. And then one time, these kids that kept going like this and like this and like this, and let me tell you, when I came back the next day, it was done. It was done, because mind you, their parents aren't going to say anything. They're in the room. So when the kids are out there by themselves in the playroom, that's like that's just what they're doing. And, you know, I didn't have time to be watching and clocking their asses. So I come back into work the next day. I used to tell my doctor, look, they, the kids broke the kids, the kids broke it. Yeah. The little, the, the, little, the little toy boat. The toy boat is gone. The little nigglets. The sail ripped it off, cleaned. Okay. The sides of the boat are bent in. Did you hear me? The boat's gone. I'm so sorry. The boat at least cost sixty to eighty dollars, and we have to get a new one. The kids love it, and we have to get a new one. Ooh, here's somebody's son on this. Somebody's raggedy ass kids ripped the sail off. How I come to work in the morning and the sail is gone, nigga. The doctor walked out the office and didn't notice it. <laughs> I'm in the office. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh no. Damn, it's gonna cost us some money. Fuck! <laughs> I'm in the thick of it. Into the thick into of it. Into the thick of it. Oh! Sail gone, size of the boat bent in. It's hazardous <laughs> now at this point. The kids can't climb and play on it. I had to take the toy out. I had to put it outside with a sign that says free. The doctor said, put it out. You know, you know them. You know them, Jay, with their tall hats. You know them, Jay, with their tall hats. Did you know? Yes. They said, put it outside and put it aside. It says free. With the tall hats. Wait a minute. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. okay. Now, look. Here's another one. Here's another one. Let's switch a little gears quickly because we just went off the rails. I know. No, what about, yeah. have you ever worked at a job? Now, this is deep. There's a light hat. This is a little deep for you motherfuckers. Discrimination or racism? Damn. That's a 2021 thing for sure. Trigger, 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 trigger. trigger. Well, I worked at the med shop. I worked with nothing but Armenians, right? Nothing but Armenians. And all the receptions were... so Laverne. Yeah. But all the original receptionists were black, right? These motherfuckers... With, and we're in the middle of the hood, y'all, in the middle of the A-Trade, smack dab, okay? They um, would talk about all the people that walked in. Like, oh, yeah, these black people down here just didn't work hard, so that's why they're here. And I'm like, nigga, you're talking we're to a black female. You were feeling your business, though. Or, 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 you're cute, or you're cute for a black girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. see me clenching my pearls. Yeah, I don't. Well, like too the, bad you're not cute for an Armenian man. Damn. I don't like that you're cute for a black girl. I hate that shit. Just say I'm cute, or just don't say shit. I don't give a fuck about your compliment anyway. I'm probably not interested. I like my black kings. It's like I, at every point that I said to me, I want an explanation. They're surprised that we can actually say the words that we know, the vocabulary that we know, the mannerism that we know, the context, yeah. and when it's respond respectfully. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, mind. exactly. Yeah, yeah. The context in which you use things, yeah. how you connect with people. Yeah, how you co- Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. 
They don't like it. You, you know, there's right. been certain times where people have said, you know, I do appreciate the way that you're able to articulate yourself. That's fine. But I just feel like sometimes where it's like, don't try to get at me to where it's like you're belittling, you know, the fact that, like, I could even talk in this manner. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like you, you thought this was never even capable. Yeah. When you looked at me, you right. didn't think, oh, damn, I'm, I'm shocked. What? Shook it. Yeah, shook it, took back, cat back, bone blue. I would say fuck all you racist people who discriminate against people. That's yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's of any nature and any sort, but you Either know, you any, black racist. Anywho, we have to deal with that at work as well. There's, Ooh, what about harassment? There's all different types, you know, and I think. Let me tell you something, because me working in kind of like the a more bigger type of field, you know, as you know, I've kind of grown a little bit. It gets messier the higher up the ladder you go. Ugh. I, I, oops. But also, the, I, I, I like the also, can, but, but can you, can you, can you relate to me though? Can you relate to me though? Can you relate to me? It gets messy. You're responding to his messages sometimes because it should be the same. I don't have an opinion. He said, hmm. Because you're talking reckless. Nothing to do oh, with it's me. It's messy. The up the ladder you mm-hmm. go. And That's you would think. And it's just like, oh, damn. It just makes you just look back and think. Because I'm like, mind you, when you're at that low totem point, you know how much you're living on a body. Like, I got to do this by the book. I got to do this by the book. I got to, like, you know, you're just you're so strict. And when you kind of, like, level up, you see how fucking careless motherfuckers are. Mm-hmm. How loose-lipped and careless and, and, and dramatical people can be. Wow. Wow. You know? You just you know, and it and it really I feel like it really resonates when you move for the ladder up. You get to talk crazy. It's not the fact that I get to do this, it's just the fact that I get to it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a light it's an enlightenment to me. <laughs> it is well, some okay, I'm enlightened. I'm enlightened. <laughs> so I what was the whole point of that part? You're sick. <laughs> you talking about harassment or discrimination? Or just talk to her. I forgot that fast. <laughs> oh. It was about it be your own people. I think it's overarching people. Oh. Well, fuck it. It do be your own people. Well, I will say the people who have complained about me the most out of my job have been black and brown people. That's very, very. The Asians and the white people never have said shit about me. That's contrary to me. I feel like I feel like a lot of my job. But I feel like with my job, it's like I tend the thing. The difference, the difference between me and your job is you work in Beverly Hills, like with white folks and shit. I did. I always work there. I know, but I'm saying right now specifically with me. Yes, I feel like my job is is doing something, but I my job now because I used to work with white kids and shit like that. But now I specifically work with people in the hood. You feel me? I'm in every hood throughout the day. Now I might be in the Nickersons one, eight trays the next, the '60s families the next, all that type of shit. So I feel like that's probably why I run into it more. And they tend to be, I don't want to say like I'm too my own horny shit. But they tend to be jealous of my black ass. Like, when they see me come in, like, oh, damn, this bitch got her nails done, her hair done, and she's and she got these tattoos. You would think this is a ghetto bitch, but she's really smart. And what the fuck going on? My nigga looking at her and da 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 I have so many complaints 
about me flirting with husbands. I haven't flirted with no one of y'all husbands. I don't want y'all. I'm my mama. I see how y'all live. I'm in your house. I see the roaches. I see the trash. I smell it. Smell it how y'all live. I don't want none of that shit. When I work with uh, patients, I remember this one guy. um, I work for a lobbyist. I work for a lobbyist, and he lived in Roland Heights. He, you know, basically was very upset that he... um, Roland Heights? Huh? Is that Roland Heights or Rolling Heights? Rolling Heights. Where is that at? It's up by Palos Verdes, basically. Rolling Hills? Rolling Hills. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, I'm, I'm you know. Shout I'm, out Rolling Hills. Yeah, Rolling Hills. Rolling Hills. Yeah. It's gated. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. The house is started at 2.5 million. Yes. Sir. Yes. I had an African best so, friend there. Go ahead. At that mm-hmm. time, I thought that I was doing something noble. You feel me? I was getting paid an accurate amount of money. I actually was living with the reverend at that point in time just because I was living with him. You feel me? Throughout the week and I'll go see my family on the weekends. Just because of the location, Ooh, and I didn't the, have the no meals way. went up during this. Time. Yeah, and I didn't have nowhere to stay at that time. You feel me? Because that was I was a that was a you know an angel over my head at that time. But look, so this family, they thought that they was gonna like you know live like pigs, and basically eat however the hell they wanted, however the fuck they wanted, however much they wanted, and just basically slap everything in the in the dish. I'm talking about dishes piled up, nigga, past the level. Of the sink, do you understand what I'm telling you? They were they was full up past the level of the sink, and not only that, they were all dirty. What I want to tell this is that they were not wiping off the food off of their place. They just dropped what it just t- just take it and drop it. So you know when you get in the house and it's been a night of that sis just smelling over, mm. it stinks. It smells some type of way. There's liquid that's been molded together. You know, it's nasty. So they expected me to come in in the morning as a help. The first thing I was supposed to do is clean the dishes. I was supposed to clean the dishes. I was supposed to make sure the outside was clean for his dog. I was supposed to make sure that his laying area, because he was uh, getting numbness in his legs, I was supposed to make sure that his laying area was comfortable for Mm -hmm. him. I had to make sure that the magazines were dusted. Okay? Sweep. And mop and vacuum in rooms that I had no business being in. Do you understand what I'm saying? They think they hired a maid. But a lot of CNA jobs are like that, though. I understand. I know I'm not. Let me tell you something. I have no. I have. No, 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 no. House management. I have no, no. This family. They they, 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 they they took this and they ran with it. Yeah, a lot of In most do. families, let me tell you something. I have no problem cleaning up somebody's bowls and their little dishes or whatever from their little, uh, whatever. You know, I, I had no problem doing that. Little bowls, little dishes, little some just knives and just whatever. Uh, fine. Look, girl, and, and I, I had no problem washing laundry. Mm. I had no problem doing laundry. I had no problem making beds. You feel me? Well, when somebody brings you sweeping. in the house and they make you literally feel like you're the help, they got me sweeping and mopping and dusting and making sure his living environment. I'm you got me cleaning fucking dishes from the whole family from the night before, and you yep. couldn't even wipe off the that, sauce, that, bitch. That, that, that was Santa Monica. For you me. couldn't even wipe it off with sauce. A lobbyist 
in Rolling Hills. I was in Santa Monica doing that shit. And let me tell you, guess what I got? Guess what? I got, the 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 highlight of his day, he take me in the backyard. We go watch it with the dog, and we play and fetch. And he in the back talking about how he got wronged, how he was wronged, and how he's trying to sue the people that he's working for because of the reason why his legs are messed up to hide this. I got to listen to him complain. And him smoke and and just in my face. In my face. Wash the dog. Bring the dog. Fetch, fetch, fetch. You know, nice backyard, but, you know, understandably, fetch, fetch, fetch. Scott, God damn, nigga. Just to come home and hang out with the Rev, and I'm talking about, what the fuck are we eating tonight, nigga? What, what, are we going to the street to Magnolia? You know what we used to have on Magnolia. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are we going to the street to Magnolia? God damn it. I mean, that's for sure. It's just, it was, so, it was so tiring, but I, 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 back, back then, I, I was forced. I had to make my money. Nigga, why did the wheelchair my patient all the way to her dentist appointment 10 blocks down? How many blocks? 10. You should have rolled the bitch. I did. You should have hopped on the top of the wheelchair with her just like, hey. <laughs> I had to take care of the cat, nigga. Change the I would have rolled down with her on these two wheels. I have four wheels. Actually, we're going to get down this fucking hill. Or up it. <laughs> Man. I take care of the cat, the litter, before I even had a cat, feed the cat, I, had his I own had sponge. Like that too. Um, what else I do? Clean the kids, shit. Make sure the kid did his clarinet when he got home from school. I was essentially a babysitter and a caregiver because when he got home from school, I was babysitting that little motherfucker. Bath. bath. I had to get baths. I was take I was the bitch to, to the park to clean the bath before I give the bath and then, and then clean give it the after. bath and then clean the bath after the bath and then I gotta tuck her into the bed after the bath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. So look, we about to get into crazy bitch stories. For the work environment, I don't know. So again, y'all make sure you you send your crazy bitch stories to let me be blunt la at gmail Crazy bitch stories. It could be any nigga. It ain't gotta be a bitch. It could be a nigga. It could be your mama. It could be your sister. It could be your best friend. It's and a we crazy the people. Bitch story. A crazy bitch story. Or you just gotta send us the we the people when you want an opinion on a situation yeah, that's happening in your life and you people. just want the opinion of us. I know we ignorant. It doesn't our opinion don't matter to your life. But if you just want to hear what the fuck we have to respond to and say, send it in. So my crazy mystery this week is I had a coworker, right? <clears throat> Bitch was nuts, clearly. Mm. I was nineteen, she was thirty three. But for some reason, me and the bitch got really close. Okay? So one day, this is my broke college day, y'all. I'm living, me and my nigga are splitting foe for foes, okay? I remember those. Yeah. Foe for foes, okay? Eating one a pot of spaghetti for a week, all right? Damn. $5 a day habit on marijuana. Wow. Yeah, and it was shake. We used to go to Auntie at the street. Yeah. Shout out Auntie. And, but I had my own apartment, but it was a single with my nigga. And it, it, the t- anyways. So my homegirl calls me like, hey, Black Diamond, I need some marijuana. You always know where to get the weed at because you always know I always been the plug. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know to get some weed, but I need that money back immediately. Okay, y'all, it was a funky-ass $20. But the funky-ass $20 meant that was, the $200, that was $200 from me back in the day. So I go buy the weed, wasting my gas, okay, and my $20. So I get to call on the bitch. She's not answering, not answering, not answering. So I text her like, hey, baby, 
I love you, but please don't ever ask me to do this again because I just wasted this $20. Now, hindsight, 2020, $20 ain't shit, but back then, it meant a lot to me. That was a week's worth of food, okay? The bitch calls me drunk talking about some, well, bitch, if you act like a grown-ass woman, come through and fight me. So I'm like, at that age, oh, no, bitch, I get my ass beat or not. No bitch is going to call my fake mind. This bitch has been to prison for prison yard. Fuck you call that shit. Rustled and tuffled with the best of them. Rustled and tussled. A big old strong bitch. Okay. But at the age, my anger wouldn't have it. (laughs) My anger wasn't having it. Neither was my pockets. So I pull up. And I'm thinking, this bitch got me fucked up. As soon as I get there, mind you, my older sister, if y'all don't know, is really like a Southern Belle ass bitch. She don't fight. She she's is. really prissy. She's very, uh, you know, I'm not uh, like, oh my God, but she's on like, oh, you know, hi, ma'am. I'm, I'm, yes. whoop, and then yes. I'm here to please you. So, <sighs> but she jumped in the car with me anyway. I mean, damn. My sister's just my rider. Shit. And mind you, I leave my front door open. That's how you know I'm hot. I run out my front door, leave it wide open, nigga. Damn! Fuck! My sister, it's just, you know, it's natural. My sister closed the door for me and locked it. And somebody said, and she's like, where did And she's over here just looking for me. And a neighbor goes, she went down the stairs. So she runs down the stairs, gets in the car, right? Because she knew I already knew. Because I was already the crazy neighbor in the building. Anyway, me and my nigga always fought and shit. Like, they knew who the fuck Jade and, 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 and Mr. Ten Years was. Of course. So I get in the car, I pull up. This bitch is trying to jump me. Well, her and her four nieces. Uh-uh. And then, so I'm like, bitch, why? And she's like, well, what the fuck you coming at me for? I said, I didn't say nothing to you. I just said, I'm not going to do it for you again because you played me out my money. If you couldn't afford it because the bitch was broke her damn self. Broke broke just like me at 33 well, when I was 19. Well, because I'll never be 33 that broke. <laughs> but anyways. Child, we ain't even hit there yet. Baby, and I'm doing better than her. Down below. Down below. Okay. So the bitch pretty much socks me in my throat, y'all. Socks me in my throat. The trait. The trait. The trait. Yeah, got you. Collapsed. And right away, well, I guess I'm getting my ass beat today. Guess I'm gonna get it. Guess I'm gonna get it. Guess I'm about to get my ass beat. But she, I'm gonna put up a fight. Fuck that. Ryan went to soccer. My older sister went, wait, you're not going to sock my sister. And next you know, you hear the police coming. Cause, but mind you, the bitch is on probation. <laughs> she went that way, officer. So she went in the house. Then happened the very next day, we're at a party. I dislocate my knee. So I couldn't go to work. So it did make me look like a scary bitch. It just did. She's at work. Slandering my fucking name. Ba, 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 All the shit she said about people, she said I was saying about people. So I'm getting all these messages from coworkers. Just, I can't believe you. I was you like a sister. I loved you, and I'm like, whoa. Bitch, that I was a square bob, straight bitch. Yeah, for sure. Bop, bop, Bitch, you're 33, arguing with a 19 year old girl. Crazy at that point in time. Crazy. Because she old now. You're even older now. Right. You 40-some. And I hope you got your shit together, bitch. I really hope you did. I feel like you might have been schizophrenic bipolar. I really wish 
nothing but the best for you. Because mental health ain't no joke. Man. I hope you got together, but that was my crazy bitch story. Man. It, it's some shit. It's definitely some shit. I wouldn't have been able to go through it at that particular time in my life back then. I feel like I would have acted a little bit differently, but, you know. Oh, and then I went to work to resign because my knees was okay. They pretty much told me. Yeah. It was serious. Like, it was actually yeah, it, serious. It was really bad. It was, yeah. That's how I got the she job. She was contemplating surgery at that yeah, time because yeah, she really was, was like, yeah. It talking. was bad. Yes. And I remember I went in they said, well, you haven't been here for a year. The worst eight year, eight months of my life. I thought it was about three, four years. Mm-hmm. But because a lot of harassment and bullshit but when i went in he said either you come back to work next week or you resign because you haven't been here a year and you don't have that benefit man and that's i tough. must have said and i was because this is like my first that's, real that's job real like this tough. is literally my close by her job. house and it was and i was like that was funding her to live where she lived yeah. at, at that time and she was the first one that actually was out on her own doing yeah. what it do so that was actually pivotal you know it's kind of like damn like, 10 years and we're making no money why was it like, damn, that's something that happened? As I opposed, could walk to work. I feel like there's been a work. lot of stuff in your track record, no disrespect, that's like, it's just been things that have like stopped. Boom. I can't work this job no more. Boom. I can't work this job no more. You know, just like back. Oh, and yeah. Back. I always have random like booms. Okay. Yeah, that's you it. do. Boom. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But I feel like that's why I have the mental state of like, that I have now, but you're able to always. It's, but I you, always it's figure never it out. It's never, it's never helped me. Never back. Helped I always, you, back. you always got to figure and it out. And I always think that, that that's what somebody can keep their resilience as. And yeah. I, I, I want For my family sure. to know that about me. Because I'm look. I've never. I've always been money hungry. You feel me? Money. I used to tell people I used to be up on Craigslist before I brushed my teeth. But you know how many I'm times I've had, sure I, I lost a job because even after I lost that job, so I quit Thursday because I said, "Well, I'm quitting, resigning." I got Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. When I lost a job. With, oh, sorry. No, it was Sorry. No, I this is. I'm trying to save you, baby. That way he don't break you. Get the money, bitch. Don't let the money make you. He like, where you at? Quest out with the Lakers. I might piss him off later just so we can make up. Just so we can make out. Hey, he want my box like it's takeout. Started late, bitch. Who in first place now? He know who I am. Don't matter if my chain now. Lily got fired yeah. Friday. Got a job in the med shop Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I never, it's just, I mean, I mean, you know, not too much horn, but we do that shit. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Right. So y'all, That's but mean. anyways, that was a crazy bit story. Make sure y'all send them in. I don't have one this week, so that's just going to be the end of it this week, you know. We going to ravine the next time. We got something for y'all. So that's another episode of Let Me Be Blunt with Black Diamond. Rap it for you, tap it. Oh, yes. Rap it for you, tap it. Please, hey, especially right now because stuff time to lose. We know we got this We got this variant. Uh, what is it? Mm. Variant whatever. Girl, I don't know. And then it, it's Child. variant Delta. And then there's a Mu. There's an Mu. Child, I don't know. An Mu. Mm. There's a lot of it's stuff. Yeah, Sigma Kappa. Uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Figure the fuck out, you guys. Please. Stay dangerous, stay resilient. <laughs> stay dangerous, stay resilient. Don't switch up in the courthouse. I say vigilant. Stay dangerous, stay vigilant. And resilient. Oh. And don't switch up in the courthouse. Resilient is... Yeah, yeah, okay. Fine. We out of here. You know, you guys, cut this shit off. I'm trying to save you, baby. That way he don't break you. Get the money, bitch. Don't let the money make you. He like, where you at? Course I with the Lakers. I might piss him off later just so we can make up. Just so we can make out. Ayy, he want my box like it's takeout. Started late, bitch. Who in first place now? He know who I am, don't matter if my chain now.